Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be touching on what happens when corporations go wrong. Uh, But before we do, we just want to let you know that you could find the Marketplace of Ideas podcast wherever you get your podcast from Stitcher to Podbean to Google Play to iTunes. We are there. So look for us wherever you get your podcasts and uh, come and join the come and join the fun. Hop on the, the marketplace train, as it were. So um, as we're shooting this episode, I am just here folding some laundry. Figured I would, while I'm doing this this task, I would talk to folks out there. Uh, if you hear any yelling or screaming, that's just the kids having a good time. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, we're gonna be chatting about what. Basically, what happened uh, yesterday with Walmart, and how how sometimes social justice can bite you in the arse. Um, so yesterday, we're looking for topics on what to talk about. I stumbled across this little gem and figured I would touch on it. Now, um, just yesterday, now a little back backstory here. Um, Juneteenth is coming up. And it is a celebration that's celebrated in America and all across the world. And, and it is a holiday that marks a commemoratory and celebration of freedom and independence. So, uh, basically, it was stated that... Let me just see here. If I can get just a, an actual um, Wikipedia uh, meaning of it. So... Yeah, here we go, Juneteenth. So the meaning is a holiday celebrated on the 19th of June to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved of, of the enslaved peoples of the USA. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1962 Emancipation Proclamation. So even so basically three years after slaves were officially freed then they actually um, uh, they started to celebrate it. So, so that was kind of the, uh, the the distinction, basically. So Juneteenth is is what's been is uh, what we're talking about today. And so what happened over um, over the last uh, 24 hours is uh, it appears that Walmart stuck their foot all the way in their um, well in their in their mouth and while trying to be a good trying to be a good citizen or a good corporation to showcase to uh, black Americans that they are with them I guess they kind of stepped in it so what happened was if anybody listening to the shops at Walmart they have a brand it's kind of like their house brand so you have um, every store has their sort of generic brand that they push that has their own um, product and uh, their own um, advertising on it. So um, Walmart has great value. I think uh, Superstore has the no name, excuse me, kind of brand. So it's basically just um, generic versions of the mainstream stuff like Corn Flakes. They'll have like, you know, Rooster Flakes or, you know, or um, 
or uh, oh, what's the other one? Um, Frosted Flakes. You'll have like um, ice. You know. Instead of Frosted Flakes, you'll have like some sort of um, Wizard Flakes or something like that. So it's it's the no-name version, but it's also the version that um, you can kind of get away. You can buy and sort of feel like, hey, we're not, you know, we're not, um, we're, uh, we're not buying the good name stuff, but we're buying the stuff that's adjacent to it, you know, so it's like the Payless version uh, or the Dunkman versions of the Air Force Ones back in the day that were sold at Payless, or it's any Sears version or the Byway version, or the, I don't want to say the ripoff version, but it's kind of like your in-house generic brand. And so Walmart, as of yesterday, has released an apology because they tried to intertwine one of their products with Juneteenth. And so here it is, basically says that Walmart apologizes for releasing Juneteenth-themed ice cream and pulls the pints from stores. So it said, we received feedback that a few items caused concern for some of our customers, and we sincerely apologize, Walmart said in a statement. So Walmart is facing backlash after releasing a Juneteenth-themed product. Uh, this was released on People.com by Antonia, Antonia D. Bianca, I hope I said that right, on May the 25th, uh, 2022 at 10, 11 a.m. So this was an article that was uh, published just a little while ago. Uh, the label on the ice cream container reads, Share and Celebrate African American Culture, Emancipation, and Enduring Hope. One Twitter user pointed out that a similar ice cream flavored by a black-owned business already exists. Walmart literally saw a successful small black business and thought they could get away with stealing their flavor and rebranding it for June third, uh, Juneteenth, said Ambriism, Am, Amber, at Amberisms. Oh, sorry, wrote on Twitter. Anyways, Cream Alicious is, is available at Target. Uh, so let me see. Somebody wrote, would you like some Juneteenth ice cream on your Juneteenth plate as you sip a beer in a Juneteenth cozy. So somebody basically uh, talked about that on Twitter where they had all these different themed, um, you know, different themed products for the celebration. Another Twitter user named Vivian Kai responded to the post saying, Walmart could have supported black owned brands and put them on their shelves. Instead, they chose to great value and trademark black emancipation. In a response to the backlash, Walmart issued an apology. The company shared their official statement with people. Juneteenth holiday marks a commemoratory and celebration of freedom and independence. However, we received feedback that a few items caused concern for some of our customers, and we sincerely apologize. We are reviewing our assortment and will remove items as appropriate. The major retailer has since pulled the ice cream off store shelves. Since Juneteenth-themed ice cream releases, photos of the company's Pride ice cream in the recognition of Gay Pride Month have also circulated around social media. Twitter user Darius Jones criticized the company for their horribly marketed brand of ice cream versions. So, there, you got a little bit of, um, I mean, we, we've seen um, over, over, you know, over time, we've seen companies and corporations try to profit off of social events. Um, people call them, they go by various different names. Um, Greenwashing is a term that's used for um, by businesses when they want to appear to be environmentally friendly, when they want to feel like they're being environmentally responsible with their practices. So they're they're putting out um, recyclable packaging, or maybe they use various marketing or advertising to show 
that what they're doing is benefiting the environment. It's not killing Mother Earth and so on and so forth. And I'm pretty sure that there was no malice or no hatred involved. Um, we saw this a few years back where I, I think this that we can go a lot of different ways with this, but one way in particular is when I was in graphic communications almost 20 years ago, we were studying how what happens when there is no cultural sensitivity to a form of marketing. So great, great, uh, great example. There was a car company a number of years back that was trying to advertise their car to South, South America. So Spanish speaking individuals. And what had happened was the car was named the Pinto. And so the Pinto was a car that they were trying to target the demographic of of young men between 18 and 35 to get them to buy this car um, to, so they could pick up their girls so they could go out and you know live a sort of carefree sort of lifestyle and that's how they were advertising it so when it went to central central and south america the car for the demographic that they were trying to hit didn't sell people were avoiding it like the plague and they were wondering what's going on what's happening what what what's the deal and lo and behold, what happened was, is that nobody in that company was, had, had any sort of uh, exposure to the culture. They didn't understand the lingo, the language, the style, the swag, the vibe, the slogans, and the sayings. And because of that, what happened was, they didn't realize that this term meant, Pinto was another term for a small penis. Now you can only imagine, uh, oh, uh, you can only imagine, sorry about that, what would happen if somebody were trying to advertise something to young men to be virile and to be passionate, you know, to be like strong, and it, it showcases them having a very small, um, you know, small penis. It didn't sell very well, and it was just a great example of how you need to have somebody within the culture that you're selling to to talk to you about what's happening and what's going on. So the bottom line is, when you get into a situation where you're not able to understand what's going on with culture, you get screwed over. It's, it's just bound to happen. We saw it in the early 90s, uh, mid 90s with LL Cool J. He had an advertisement for, uh, for Gap at the time, but he was also a spokesperson for FUBU. FUBU was um, a company run by Damon John and three of his cohorts uh, from Queens, Queens, New York. And it was a company that basically said, hey, you know, hip hop is making all this money and they are giving all this love and this admiration to other corporations when, you know, they're kind of being looked down upon. Uh, they look down upon black culture. Um, you would see artists like Puff, you know, shouting out Crystal, Rolls Royce, um, you would see Busta Rhymes talking about Cavassier and a lot of these European, you know, high end European brands did not want or care for, um, you know, black youth and Latino and, you know, poor working white people to wear their clothes. They did not appreciate it, nor did they even acknowledge them. And so the idea was, Hey, why don't we promote our own culture and our own brand um, most of the, like all the swags coming from them in the first place. So LO Cool J gets on this ad and they kind of just treated them kind of like a throwaway thing. They're like, okay, whatever, you know, who cares? He'll just do his rap and you know, he'll be in the gap ad. And if you listen to the ad and if you literally see the ad on YouTube, if you can pull it up, um, 
you know, LL is rocking his FUBU hat in a Gap ad. And they, they put, I think, uh, Damon John said close to 20-something million dollars in that ad campaign for FUBU. And in the rap, he talks about F-U-B-U for us, by us, on the low. And there was nobody in... In, in Gap's offices, there was no young black or hip young kids who were like, yo, the, the dude's wearing FUBU in, in the ad. Like, you can't do that. So all that to say, there's a lot to be said about cultural insensi- insensitivity. There's a lot to be said when you don't speak the language, hence the lingo, when you're not a part of that culture to understand fully that what you're doing is either disrespectful or wrong or just plain insensitive. And so we have a large corporation um, in the essence of Walmart, you know, maybe trying to be culturally aware, trying to be able to, you know, connect with an, with their audience. And in all intents and purposes, I didn't see anything um, necessarily um, egregious about it or wrong. I'm looking at one of the, um, one of the, I guess the cartons for the, for the ice cream right now, um, it says Celebration Edition, so it has some Pan-African colors, um, two black hands, high five, and so it, you know, and I, I think it's just the look, a large conglomerate like Walmart that has been responsible for wiping out mom and pop shops all over America and Canada, kind of taking on this role of, oh, we get you, you know, black consumer, which again, wasn't probably a, a horrible thing to try and you know, um, connect with your audience, but the mere fact that they did so in a way that came off is kind of like not cool. You know, it's kind of like when, when an artist gets to the point of now they're known by main, by, by everybody, they're not underground anymore. And Walmart is, you know, is, is the behemoth. They're the 800 pound gorilla. They're the reason so many companies and small, you know, brick and mortar shops had to either shut down or are no longer with us anymore. And a large company like that doing something like that without, you know, just even reaching out to the black community or what would have been even cooler is just saying, hey, we're going to carry. Um, there was one Twitter user that stated there's a black company already doing that. So what they could have done is just reached out to them and say, hey, you know what, for every June 19th, you know, we don't normally carry your product, but we'd like to start, you know, and we know you make, we, we understand fully that we don't, you know, sit in this realm of, of what's going on, but we'd like to facilitate it. And so what do you say? You come aboard and all the, you know, like any profits that are made, you know, it's on you and blah, 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 you know, to give back to the community. That would be, that would have been a way better flex, a way better look than, creating your own version of it and selling it back to people, you know, and I think that's where it kind of irked people a little bit where they said, now, hold on a second. Like, you know, you're, you're Walmart, you know, you're, you're trying to make a buck off of, off of this, you know, and, and you've been historically known for not giving a rat's crap about, you know, people of color, you know, I mean, let's, let's be clear. I don't know how many people of color sit on the board of Walmart but I'm pretty sure it's not a lot. I could be wrong. But uh, but yeah, that, that was just kind of like a quick look into how sometimes, you know, um, trying to trying to do the uh, 
the right thing or trying to be a part of something that you aren't really a part of can kind of backfire and it kind of it can kind of look as if you are trying to you know make a buck off of somebody or off of a group of people that you don't really represent so yeah um yeah that that was just a little uh look into what's going on out there hopefully it added some value there i think the moral of this story is definitely one in which we can say hey you know what um sometimes you you should just be on the sidelines cheering people on you know and if you can't actually reach out and help people in a real and meaningful way and the people of that culture that community that race whatever it might be best just to stay out of it you know because then it comes off looking cheap and very uh very very sleazy you know just kind of greasy but anyways um thanks for listening and until next time take care and have a better day